What's up, beautiful ladies? Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Her, a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. In today's episode, I am joined by my guest co-host, the Erica to my Lauren, Miss Tanish. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> So today we will be discussing Jamaica's very own reggae singer on the rise. Known for her hit song, Toast, the songstress was born and raised in Spanish Town, Jamaica, and has been burning up the charts and the airwaves with her EP titled Rapture, which was released back in 2019, but with singles such as Burning dating back to 2017. If you didn't know already, we will be talking about the singer Coffee. Although she has been making headlines for her music, she has also been making headlines for her appearance as well, especially following her Grammy Award appearance. Coffee mentions that she dresses for feelings. She's modest and refuses to conform to industry standards. In other terms, she is dressing in a unisex and adronimous manner. Now, Tanish, tell me what do you think about that? What do I think? So here's what I think. I think that we live in a culture right we live in a culture where we obsess over people's sexuality right yes. especially when it's not our business you know the fast humor really are really are and i don't understand how people can relate like your clothing to who you go to bed with you know what i'm saying exactly you know what i'm saying Before like you just say just... her outfit looks good right you know, she's trying to separate herself from the trends right. Like, everybody's different. Everybody has their own style, you know? Exactly. It doesn't mean she's, like, gay or... Thank you. you and know. I think everyone, especially, whether it's from that Caribbean or North American mm-hmm. mentality, a lot of people think, because I am a female songstress, because I'm a female in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry, and I have to skin out myself, exactly. I have to dress provocatively, the boobs have to show, the behind has to show, mm-hmm. I have to wear tight clothing, I have mm-hmm. to wear, like, 10 pounds of makeup. Yeah. There's this idea... Or how would we say this industry standard of beauty that everyone seems to follow and fall in line with? But here we have this young girl. She has dreads. Mm-hmm. She has braces. She likes a good pantsuit, a baggy shirt, and pants. We've seen her in concert. We've yeah. seen her live. So we know what she looks like. Yeah. But here you have this girl who decides, "I'm going to be me. I'm going to be a tomboy. I'm not conform to what a woman should look like. Exactly. And that's not to say a woman's supposed to look like all dolled up, Betty Boo every day. Right? So I think that's that's a big issue. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think it is an issue nowadays. Especially, you know, having social media. Instagram. I'm sure all of us have Instagram these days. A lot of you guys do have Instagram. And we see, like, you know, the Instagram models and how they present themselves. And I'm Mm. not saying that they should you know, shouldn't present themselves that way. But the fact that because we're so indulged into this, you know, um, make believe world. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. It's we, you know, we tend to push this standard, as you were saying, on all women. Yes. Right. And I just think I think I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Nope. Right. Not everybody, you know, likes to be dolled up. Right? And then again, what's your definition of dolled up? Exactly. It doesn't have to be putting on this laid wig. <laughs> like you Having your like long eyelash slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I just think it's not fair for those who don't conform to that idea. No. So. Now everyone's like, you know, in a sense, 
socially online harassing the girl well is she gay is she not why mm-hmm. does she dress like this she shouldn't dress like this and then we were watching interviews and we were reading articles before and pretty much what i've seen is that coffee never really addressed this until mm-hmm. the grammys and yeah. i think it's that international camera mm-hmm. that really made her think okay well now i need to say something Right, right. Yeah. I mean, being of course, being a celebrity and in the spotlight, you know, people are going to... You're going to be vulnerable to people's opinions and, you know, mm-hmm. thoughts and how you look or how you present yourself, whether it's through your music or your um, or your, your physical appearance, right? But, I mean, the fact that she hasn't even addressed it herself, she... I, like, there was not, not one interview where she mentioned her sexuality or the way she dressed until people started saying opinions, stating their opinions. Exactly. Right? My I mean, just want to make her music she, and call it a day. Like, it's her business. Why is it our business? It's not our business. If she didn't mention it, if she didn't create that conversation that kind of allowed us to, mm-hmm. you know, put our opinions, why are we saying anything in the first place? Exactly. Why does it matter? Why Preach. does it matter? Preach. <laughs> really, why does it matter? Why are we so obsessed with, you know, people's sexuality? Why? I, like, I don't like, know if it's this, the day and age we're living in oh and powers days. to you whatever your sexuality is but i feel like your sexuality is not defined by the way you dress yeah i was telling tanish prior to the recording that back in grade eight i remember when i first started watching Mm. friends and i was like jennifer aniston like obsessed craze still love her that's still my girl i am rachel green don't debate me on it Mm -hmm. but when i was in grade eight and like first discovering the show and jennifer aniston she was on the red carpet in this like amazing like stunningly beautiful black pantsuit and i'm like boom that's where i'm wearing to graduation mm-hmm. like i want to look like the black version of jennifer aniston right i'll mm-hmm. speak myself a great ape <laughs> and i remember like if quote-unquote friend told me well if you're gonna wear a pantsuit you can't walk behind me in graduation i don't want to i don't that's want ridiculous. someone gay walking behind me like and i'm like wait made what that statement, huh? She really made that statement. And that's the thing. On one hand, it's like, this is, again, the social norms. If you're a female, you're supposed to wear the long gowns, skirts, Mm -hmm. and dresses. It's not, in a sense, forbidden, but it's shamed upon. It's frowned on when females are forever in pants. Mm -hmm. And that is a stereotype that has carried on throughout many years as I got older. I have always been that tomboy. I've always been the one playing sports. one of the reasons why I also don't like wearing dresses and skirts, I always played sports. Mm-hmm. Best yeah. believe I was getting injured. You're very athletic. Very athletic. So I have cuts and scars all up and down my legs, my arms, whatever the case may be. I don't feel comfortable being, in a sense, what's the word? Restrained? Re- restricted? You restricted. Confined? Yeah, restricted. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> By a skirt. Like, child, I got long legs. They need to move. <laughs> right? But it's the fact that that's a stereotype that has carried on throughout so many years where people be like, well, can't you dress a little bit girlier? What about makeup? What about your hair? Mm-hmm. Best believe, I didn't wear makeup until I was in, like, what, grade 12? And even that, I had to limit. My mm-hmm. university graduation, best believe your girl strutted in her white pantsuit and stole the show, let, honey. Let, let's snap for that now. Let's snap for that. <laughs> because what happened? Define social norms. I was one of the only girls in a pantsuit. The only Every girl, girl yeah. What? All the other girls were in dresses looking basic as hell because Mm -hmm. everybody looked the same. Yeah. (laughs) So, coffee girl, I stand with you. Yes, I stand with you. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Do you, boo? Do you? Do you? Because <laughs> it's true. Even if we go overseas and we think about the Caribbean music scene, we think about the dance hall and reggae yes. culture. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of it stems from. You mm. look at Spice. You look at Shensia. Who do you, else do you have? Steph Jada London, Kingdom. Steph London, right? Steph London, mm-hmm. Ishana. You have all these And they have a lot of similarities. Like, they do. You know, in terms of like style and all that stuff, right? Style, so how like, they grew up. Yeah, we're so used to seeing that image. It's like, Thank okay, you. if you're a female artist coming from Jamaica, you have to look like that. You have to dress like that. And mm-hmm. it's like once we're... You know, once we face something, somebody who's, you know, different, that's where we want to create our crazy opinions. There you well, go. That's, no, we got to change that, man. Nope. We have to change that, seriously. We have to. Just because she doesn't have her boobs all out there. You remember, yeah. this girl is still what? She's 19. 19? So when my girl came out with her first yeah. single, she was barely legal, if legal. Wow. So the fact that you're already trying to sexualize her and put mm-hmm. her in this box is problematic. That is, that is pretty problematic. It's problematic. She was, if we're looking at 19 now, she was, what, 17? Mm-hmm. Not even 18 yet, probably, when Burning came out. 18 if we're lucky. And here's a girl, even when the music video for Toast came out, you can tell this was your everyday, around-the-way mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. She was very comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing, actually. Ooh. Not a lot of people are very comfortable in their own skin. So they said they kind of put this. Yes. Speak they the put truth. this image, right? Yes. Like, you know the image that society kind of imposes on like women mm-hmm. to feel comfortable. Yo. You know, and I think that's the difference between coffee and a lot of artists. I'm not saying you know they're not comfortable. I don't know, mm-hmm. but the fact that you know she's very different in her style, um, the way she presents herself, yes. and all that stuff. It just shows that she's very comfortable with herself, and we don't have. That's not too common in in the music industry. No. You know, you don't see her trying forcing herself okay well now that i made it big now that i quote yeah. unquote have a name now i'm all of a sudden going to go through this whole 180 360 of a transformation exactly which is what you see a lot of artists end up doing they all want to go through this phase of change it's like are is your appearance that's making the money or is it your music is mm-hmm. it your talent actually you know an artist comes in mind you know her yes when she first came out the one with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. When she first came out, you know, you know, on, on some of her um, album covers, it's just like um, a dark image mm-hmm. because she wanted, because she knows, you know, of course she's a beautiful girl, right? She yeah. knows, you know, being a beautiful girl in the industry, she's going to be sexualized. People yes. are going to focus more on her looks rather than her content. So that's why she kind of started off, you know, um, kind of blocking out her image just so people can hear oh. or focus on her music, right? And of course, now that she's, you know, I guess gained a huge audience and you know a huge fan base yeah that's where it's like okay she's kind of being more lenient with showing herself and all that stuff right so even she's aware of that even she's aware of that and you can do it gradually <laughs> but you don't just go from shallow to deep end yeah without learning to swim first and yeah. i think that's a problem that the large a lot of these artists are having mm. If you don't know me by now, I am a huge Janet Jackson fan. Yes, she <laughs> is. <laughs> She's wearing a shirt what? right now. Exactly. If y'all can only see. <laughs> Ooh, your girl's going to that Black Diamond tour. <laughs> Best believe. Well, following Janet's career, Janet was the same thing. Where when she first came out, Janet dressed head to toe, full black, body fully covered. She made sure I'm not making a name being the ja- the sister of the Jackson 5 or being the sister of Michael Jackson. Yeah, My talent... And my ability to dance will speak for itself. Yeah, through her performances and her music. Exactly. Gradually, she started showing more skin. Mm -hmm. She became more comfortable Mm -hmm. in her appearance. Mm -hmm. But again, she didn't, in a sense, sell herself sexually. 
yes, she's comfortable being a sexual being, mm-hmm. but she's not selling yeah. sex. If that she makes doesn't sense. feel the need to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Janet can still go on tour in a turtleneck and MC Hammer pants. And yes, I've seen this. <laughs> MC Hammer. And she's still selling out shows. So again, it's based off of who you are and what you bring to the table. Yeah. I remember in high school, a teacher told this other student, your looks will only get you so far. Remember, my woman was rude, but she's right. Your looks can only get you so far. Yeah, she is right, though. Yeah. She is right. At the end of the day, yes, you have the looks, but what can that really do for you? Yeah. At some point, people, at least the right person, is going to want to focus on your mind mm-hmm. and what your mind can do. Mm-hmm. We well, have to That's offer. the right person, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is. It really is. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's what I'm just like. I feel like ooh, a lot of girls in today's society, and I feel like it sends them the wrong message to a lot of young girls. Mm-hmm. Like, I have four nieces, and to think that they feel... To hope that they don't feel like now that they're becoming of age, especially mm-hmm. the oldest is 16. As immature, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To come of age and feel like, okay, well, now I need to sell my body mm-hmm. to be like. And again, as I said before, I feel like social media is a, is a huge. It's a huge. Plays a huge part. I've, I it still really like is. Even when we, grew, when we were growing up, quote unquote, mm-hmm. well, social media wasn't a big thing like that. No, but they had BT. <laughs> BT would be on all the time. You see those vixen girls. <laughs> Video vixens. <laughs> but see, even the video vixens, if you really look back to some of those old music videos, yeah. they still looked realistic. Yeah, they did. They did. They like, did. it was all the natural bodies, the shapes, everything. And now when you see some of these vixens, you're like, um... Yeah. And everybody looks the same. Who botched you? you? Who botched you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that rude? But it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. Like, some of them, they behinds don't even jiggle. It's just yeah. there. Stiff like a rock. <laughs> It's like a rock. Okay, listen, I'm not hitting on nobody's butt bum, okay? I'm not hitting on nobody's bum. Listen, you can but do whatever you, you can do whatever you want to do with your body. That's not my business. But the thing is, it's just that we need to stop judging and criticizing everybody we're sending who's this different yeah. from what we're used to, you know? Absolutely. We're out here sending these messages pressure. to these girls and it's just like... On the young girls. Mm-hmm. Where we need to just take a moment to like kind of reflect... Mm-hmm. And be like, what are we putting out there? Isn't and we can't say we can monitor social medias yeah. because we can't sit there and monitor every single child's social media. What not. do you see? What you can't see? Age restrictions? I don't believe in age restrictions. You don't think? No, why? First of all, YouTube can, age restrictions on YouTube, right? Like YouTube and some of these other social media platforms. Oh, you have mm-hmm. to be eighteen plus. Are you verifying that I'm 18? Mm-hmm. I can easily just change the year. You're right. You're right. Who's You're watching right. that? You're right. Well, I have a 4-year-old niece who can find anything online right now. If she, it doesn't I don't think it makes a really It doesn't make a difference the age restriction. Nope. Unless you're being monitored by your parents. And a lot of these kids are tech savvy. You don't know what they're doing behind yep. closed door. So again, it's not even just the message of dressing, but the overall message of being a girl in today's society. Yes. It's a really big issue. And again, it goes from clothes to hair. And I feel mm-hmm. like hair is a, definitely... Hair. Hair. In, in terms the black of the, community? In the black community. The black community. There's so many yeah. times where people tell you, oh, well, if you want to be taken professionally, if you want to be taken seriously, well, mm-hmm. then you need to go dye your hair. You need to go relax your mm-hmm. hair. You need to go straighten it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see... Like, why is that? Thank you. Who came up with the idea of what profession professionalism should look like especially in the especially in the black community like you know it's it's heartbreaking 
European standards? No, it's no, that's a real thing. I remember learning that the European standard of mm-hmm. beauty with the straight hair, mm-hmm. the small pointy nose, the mm-hmm. small lips, mm-hmm. the very skinny figure, although that has changed. But yeah. that was, in a sense, the European ideal standard of beauty that people were following. Yeah. Like, for example, you know how I love to um, wear my head wraps. What? Like, this is why she called Erica Badu, y'all. Yeah, I love to wear my head wraps, okay? <laughs> Listen, if you... If, let, let's not get into that. But I was told at one point... All right, at my job. I'm not going to say the job. That my head wrap was unprofessional. And this was coming from a non-black person. Mm-hmm. A non-black person that my head wrap was not unprofessional. Tell me what I did. I continued to wear them head wraps. Okay, I'm sorry, but you're not going to tell me what I can do with my hair. Like, and what I want to do my Listen, you're not going to... Like, come on. It's not, um, it's not professional. No. Like, how did, where did they get the idea from? Exactly. What, what to you is considered professional? Now you tell me. You tell me that straight, flat, no volume hair you got going on? <laughs> Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Stop, Natalie. <laughs> We're still doing the podcast. <laughs> but let me tell you, I experienced the exact same thing when I That's first, crazy. when I first started um, my job like seven years ago. I was told that they don't like my hair and braids. So what? My girl cannot. Make- so my question is, where is there? I know they have like a policy on how you're supposed to like, you know, dress code and all stuff. Did it say anywhere in the policy? I told them, well, I guess I will have to leave this job where they have to fire me because I'm not straightening my hair for anyone. And that, oh and mind gosh. you, this was before I used to do like braid extensions. Mm-hmm. You guys, mind you, I'm au natural. I have like no chemicals mm-hmm. in my hair other than shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. I refuse from young. My Her curls are popping right now, you guys. I'm telling you right now. Her Ew. curls are popping. <laughs> so from when I was young, my mother definitely installed that hair love in me. Mm-hmm. So That's I never good. really went through that phase of, oh my gosh, I hate my hair. Mm-hmm. I hate combing it because it's a lot of work. But mm-hmm. I don't hate my hair where I feel like I need to permanently change it. Yeah. So when I first started the job, and I think at that time, I had like two cornrows going back. And I was told, oh yeah. Um, honestly, they don't really like the braids. They prefer if your hair is straight and blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, fire me. I have to quit because I'm not straightening my hair for anyone. This mm-hmm. is my hair. Was it a black person that said this to you or was it a black person? A black person with a straight hair wig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not even their mm-hmm. hair, a straight mm-hmm. wig. Mm-hmm. So I'm just <laughs> like, no, I'm not changing my hair. This is who I am. I'm not going to tell them, well, exactly. honey, well, you need to add a couple inches. Why dilute that? yourself just to, you know, just, to just for them, them to Thank feel comfortable. You. That's what it is. Just for them Thank to feel you. comfortable. Let me repeat that again. For the- <laughs> no, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> just for them to feel comfortable in your presence. Listen. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Listen. Mm. <laughs> ooh, that hit. That- Whoop it up. Whoop it up. Okay. <laughs> How about you say it? You say it. No, no, no. That sounded so good. Go again. Go again. All right, you guys. I know this is kind of getting repetitive, but just for them to feel comfortable in your presence. Boom. That is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That is literally the issue with today's society. We are conforming to make other people feel comfortable. Whether you are a person of color or not, whether you are male or female, Mm -hmm. We try to conform ourselves, change ourselves for people to feel comfortable. That's what it is. And for their, pre- for the, your presence, um, excuse me, are you paying my bills? <laughs> Not one bit. Did you give birth to me? Are, are you responsible for the ent- entirety of my career? <laughs> Did you put me through school? 
Mm. Are you my man or my woman? <laughs> and see, those are questions you have to ask. Exactly. Really and, and still, those are questions you really have the to ask. The answer will be no. I'm yeah. not changing myself for you. That is not fair. Because mm-hmm. then who, who am I? At that point, I don't have an identity. At that point, yeah. I'm literally losing myself. Yep. Who are you? 100%. That, 100%. Mm-hmm. At that rate, I just don't know. What I, do you guys think? Right? Like, let us know. Tweet us at, a, at unapologetic underscore UH, at Natalie Nadine. Tanisha isn't on social media like that, but I'll relay the comments to her. <laughs> Maybe she'll come back again the following week and answer those comments. <laughs> I know, will. I'll right? be here again for sure, guys. Yay. I'll be here again. You know, comment on Instagram at unapologetically her. But what do you guys think? I just feel like the society that we live in, you have to have tough skin. Oh, yeah. You have to have tough, you tough have skin. You have to. If you don't have tough skin, then I don't know how you're going to go about your life. And it's not say you need to have tough skin just in the music industry. You need to no, have tough every, skin in, everything. in every aspect of life. Yeah. Whether you're a coffee, whether you're a Kim Kardashian, a Jennifer or Aniston, the average a Janet Joe. Jackson. Right? Or the average Whether Joe. you are Betty down the street. <laughs> Like, down the street. <laughs> you need to have strength and confidence in yourself mm-hmm. to be like, despite what people say, whether they accept me for who I am or not, mm-hmm. you need to be able to stay true to yourself. At least you would have like a, you know, a set grounded foundation for yourself, you know? Exactly. If anybody says anything, you're not easily moved. Boom. You know? At the end or of the day, react. no one can say that you sold yourself. No one can say, oh, but look, Panar, look how she looked before and look at this now. Like look how, and then the same people who are telling you to change are the same people who are going to go back and say, "Well, you sold yourself for money. You mm-hmm. could have stayed true to yourself. You could have stood your grounds, but now look." That's so hypocritical. Welcome to the very t- welcome to today's society. Very contradicting. Oh very. Gosh. That's why I said we were watching a video prior to this, and the guy said at the end of the day, coffee is staying true to who she and is. And I love that. Love I love it. that so much. And, she, and the thing is, she'll get more respect for that, right? Oh, absolutely. More genuine respect from people. There's so I bet you there's a lot of young females who are following her on social media, mm-hmm. following her career, especially a lot of young girls in the Caribbean, throughout Jamaica, who need to have this that representation. Type of, oh, yeah, exactly. Or role model, however you want to say it. No, absolutely. Role model, representation. We don't get a lot out there. And then when we do, it gets tainted. Mm-hmm. It gets tainted either by their hair, either by their skin tone, maybe by stereotypes, whether it be positive or negative. When we get that source of representation in media, it for me, there's always, there's always some kind of underlying issue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's ever fully 100%, 100% represented. When it comes to... Sorry, when it comes to what exactly? When it comes to just black people of color, I would say not only black yeah. people. Cause we don't even, have like a good solid um, representation. No, of, and that for goes for some. Of the, that goes for Asians. That goes for the Latinas. Mm-hmm. Like that goes for anyone of a minority. minority. Right. The minute we get a little source of representation, shut down real quick. What the oppressors? That's sometimes by our own people too. Of, of course. It's like, come on, guys. We're supposed we can to be blame elevating the oppressors. We uniting. can blame you know. Oh, yeah. the white people did it again. No. no. That's not always the case. That's not always Even the case. Even though sometimes they want you to seem like, you know, that's all exactly. the case, but it's not. We need to take responsibility and be and our, our own. That's where it starts, right? Thank you. 
Start with your neighbor next door. Stop blaming, always trying to blame the media and what other people enforce onto you. I'm sure when, you know, you came up out of your mother's hoo-ha, mm-hmm. you came out with your own mind. Not with your mind and those of a million others. Mm-hmm. So why is it now that you've reached a certain age, you decide that you can't think or speak for yourself? For yourself, right. Yeah. Why is it now we're struggling to do this all of a sudden? There's so much dependency on getting approval. Mm-hmm. There's so much this dependency of thinking, okay, so what do I need to be accepted? Mm-hmm. What do I need to be with the in crowd? Yeah. Wait, why do you think that's the case though? Like the dependency? Yeah, and always, you know, always trying to seek approval. Why do you think that's the case? It could be upbringing. It could be, you know, sometimes in school. Like I remember even in like going throughout school, always wanted to be part of the in crowd. And then I realized the in crowd was not for me. What? Yeah. After, I was really benefiting you. Exactly. After, in a sense, exiting the in crowd mm-hmm. and you look back on it, you're like, well, what did I gain from this? Nothing. What? Nothing. Friends, because I saw them five days a week. What happened after after that? Mm-hmm. The true ones are the ones who stick with you, despite yes, who you are, despite and what, what phase you're going through. Exactly. Right? right. Sometimes we need that type of support too. Of course, you need, in a sense, a sisterly bond, a grouping where it's like, just because, in a sense, and I had this conversation with my brother actually, a non-judgmental, non-judgmental, because we can have friends who would judge the heck out of you, make you feel so bad Mm. for how you are, right? Oh, you. (laughs) Like, you can have, like, I was talking to my brother earlier, and it was in a sense, well, in a sense, if I smoke and you don't, Mm -hmm. you want to have those people around you who are going to be like, it's okay if you don't, like, I'm going to go over here, do my thing, not be like, well, you need to puff, or Mm -hmm. you're not with me, Mm -hmm. you need to do this, you need to, those aren't friends. This is pure no. pressure, people. Go back to grade six. <laughs> pure pressure. Yeah, I mean, if you don't agree with some what somebody's doing, just you know, don't, yeah. you don't have to say anything about it. Just that's go your, their life. Go your way. But if that's your friend, everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. We all have different paths. We all have like our own uniqueness that we need yeah. to follow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you guys. I feel like when it comes to coffee, at the end of the day, it I is, love coffee. I love okay. it. Like, if y'all don't know the song, you need to go search it. I am not trying to get no copyrights, so search up Toast. Yeah, that's one of her top (laughs) Exactly. Like, if you don't know that. Toast. Come on, Juan. Search up the EP (laughs) Rapture. Get on it. Yeah. (laughs) But I hope as she, you know, goes further along into her career, Mm -hmm. that she continues to stay true to herself. I hope that she, you know, doesn't end up one day be like, I need to change. Yeah, or feel pressured to, yeah, to change. Yeah. Like, you know, girl, keep the dreads. Mm-hmm. Like, they be looking fire, they be looking cute. Honestly, she can do whatever she wants, but... Hope she doing it for herself. For herself, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not what A and B is saying. Exactly. Right? As long as her mom is proud, her mom ain't worried about nothing, then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. And she has a huge support system, so mm-hmm. I'm sure she's not letting this, you know, phase her in some type of way. It, right? Yeah, so... That's the thing. You you have to remain positive. Yeah. Absolutely. But yes, any last words, Miss Tanish? Honestly, no, not really. <laughs> not really. Um, as I said before, I'm so happy to be here. You know, to talk about this topic that's not normally talked about in our daily conversation, our everyday conversation. So mm-hmm. it's nice to put like a spotlight on that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely yeah. agree. So. My last message is, you guys, be unapologetic. Stay true mm-hmm. to you. 
at the end of the day, do not listen to what other people have to say. Mm -hmm. You, in a sense, manifest your future, manifest your being. Be who you want to be despite what anyone else has to say. If they have problems with you, then they just getting in your way. Mm-hmm. You pick cut them off. Reviews. <laughs> just gotta cut it. Cut hey, it. Cut hey. it. <laughs> you just have to pick the people who are best for you. Yeah. Your growing people will come and go. And people who would embrace your journey with you. Yeah. Right? I think that's Ooh. very important too. Yeah. Oh, that just touched the soul. Yeah. <laughs> you see why we friends? Like we sisters coming out of this stuff. It's the Erica to my Lauren, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Make sure you remain unapologetically you. Make sure you stay true to yourself. Don't change for anybody, for anything, honey. Mm -hmm. Make sure if you have any comments, questions, any topic ideas, hit me up at unapologeticallyher on Instagram. Hit me up at Natalie Nadine. Hit me up on Twitter, unapologetic underscore UH. You can also listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and last but not least, SoundCloud. Tanish, thank you so much again thank for joining you. us. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> much love, my sister. My ride or die, I'm telling you, my girl missioned out in the snow, yeah, in the cold. I had to come through for my girl. In the know, darkness of the through. days. <laughs> what time is it let them know the time child it's like after 10 and you know if you living in toronto if you living in canada it is dark as hell right now mm-hmm. it's and cold it's cold like oh shoot girl we need to get you home safe and sound <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening hopefully you tune in next week to unapologetically her much love peace we'll catch you in the next one bye bye